0: Welcome to the Cultivate Podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband, Matt, and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we wanna be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Hey, I am so excited to have one of our campus pastors, Fredo Ramos, with us today. Um, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I thought this was for women. We think it would be kind of interesting (laughs) on the month where we're talking about kindness to get the perspective that men have um, Mm. on kindness, but also on kindness among women. Um, Fredo is a friend. He is one of our campus pastors. Um he also helps on the teaching team with Matt, which I super appreciate because oh, yeah. we would never be able to miss a weekend. We went years when Matt never took off because there was just no one else to preach and I'm That's so terrifying to think about. grateful <laughs> to have that for him. Or like when he had COVID on the you oh, know, yeah. and he was like, Hey yeah. <laughs> Like I was really grateful for that. But also, um the way we met was before you were on sandals, but you mm-hmm. were actually my daughter when she was in high yeah, school. Yeah, teaching vice-
1: Madison Brown, yep. a junior in high school. You
0: were her Bible teacher and her vice principal. Correct, Generation yeah. trip leader, I believe. And so I think you have an interesting perspective to share today because you see it from, you also have a wife and a daughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, what does kindness or unkindness look like there? What do we see? But you've seen it amongst high school girls and the damage it can do or the fruit that it can produce. And then also um, probably with drama on your campus because we don't tend. Matt Matt says this. He just said this when he spoke at Liberty. He said, men get in trouble when they're alone and women get in trouble when we're together. Gosh, that is so true. (laughs) Dang. Matt Brownies.
1: That's very true. I I
0: shared in one of the other episodes, I'm mad at Matt because every time I get criticized or someone says something unkind to me, Matt will say- what well, was there any truth to it and i'm like <laughs> oh, what i want you to say is that was ridiculous none right, of this right. true like they're idiots but he he doesn't do that and it makes me so mad at him he's trying
1: to pass for you in the moment
0: <laughs> but he he just dropped some good truth bombs so Okay. So let's get into this conversation. Let's do it. Kind of what we do here is we just have a real conversation, inviting yeah. anyone listening to just feel like they're here with us. I always say like I'm not I'm an expert on absolutely nothing, but these are real conversations <laughs> that I have in my real life.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. as
0: I try to have a real relationship with God and others. And so just Feel free to do with that what you want. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Um, jump in. First question for you. What are your thoughts on kindness? And how do men, how would you as a man define kindness?
1: Man, I would say kindness is uh, a way for us to serve another person that comes at a cost to us Mm -hmm. and, and, and makes us somewhat vulnerable, which is why probably women talk about kindness first before men do. Right. But I do think kindness is a way for us to practically have an attitude towards someone and act towards someone in a way that's for their good and requires Mm -hmm. us to be somewhat somewhat vulnerable, I think. So like when you think of, uh, you know, Romans 2, we're going through Romans right now. Mm -hmm. It says the loving kindness of God leads us to repent and to change. And so, yeah, I think of kindness of a way of of serving someone that costs you something. And usually it requires you to be a bit vulnerable. You know, I, I think love too. that
0: because we've talked about like one of the episodes this month, we talked about myths versus like realities with kindness, like the yeah. difference between being nice and kind. Nice is like what we do for others. Kindness is who we are because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. so I love that you said it's not just an action, but it's an attitude.
1: Yeah, it's kind of posture we have, yeah. I think. Yeah, I
0: love that. And I also love that scripture you brought up because we were talking about how Um, Christina Crowley and I had had a conversation about like why kindness matters to God. Mm. it's like, you can't read scripture from Genesis to Revelation without kindness being sprinkled in so many scriptures. And so the the scripture, like we had talked about the scripture in Titus about in his loving kindness, he saved us. And then you're talking about how that's what leads us to repentance, Right. you know, right. I, I love that. So I think that's such a good definition. Um, what do you, what about kind women? Like you in your perspective, you see it all. We all see it all. Oh, no. But you know, you you are in have had some different vantage points, like I just talked about. Of yeah. you let's start with you were once a high school vice principal.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Did
0: you ever see unkindness of uh Oh, high school never. Never as a high school vice
1: principal. <laughs> oh man.
0: I want a t shirt that's like I survived not only high school, but parenting <laughs> high school girls. Yes. Like I feel like I'm not getting enough credit for that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a journey. That's a journey. I'm actually scared to think about that because my kids are young still right now, so...
0: Mm, I got you. I'm going to need a lot come of help. i a lot of help. Matt and I will just like cradle you yeah. during this. Ella's years. about to go to
1: preschool and I'm already scared of, oh my gosh, what's you going to say? Remember when Ella was a
0: baby and she liked me a whole bunch? That's true. She didn't want to go to other people. But she was she very
1: fond me. of you. Mm,
0: I love that. Now she's older. She's like, no, get away. <laughs> but when she was a baby, yeah. she. Ooh, she's so beautiful. <laughs> As is your wife, Ashley. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, thank I you, adore. Yeah. But, um, so what, what do you think... Is one of the biggest detriments that you saw in in because we have some high school from our sandals youth that listen. Yeah, like what do you wish those high school girls could know about where kindness at that age, like practicing kindness at that age, could take them or the oh, detriment man. it could have to them? Does that question make sense?
1: Yeah, I yeah. didn't write
0: that. That was like fresh <laughs> off the cuff, so it's not articulated.
1: No, no, yeah, but, that's good. Yeah, I would say uh, shoot if kindness you know requires something of us, like if it's going to cost us something or us to be vulnerable, then for us to be vulnerable, we got to know we're safe, you know, and we're secure. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of unkindness comes from an insecurity. And so obviously I would see that a lot in high schoolers, Mm -hmm. right? There's just a general sense of insecurity. They don't know where home is, you Mm -hmm. know, and not just like a physical place called home, but like a spiritual place called home. You know, where Mm -hmm. is my home? Where's my refuge? Because I think the more secure you are, the more you're able to give from that kind of place, Mm -hmm. you know? And so what I saw a lot from high school girls uh, as a vice principal, even as a teacher Mm -hmm. was like a survival kind of kindness because they just wanted to survive, make it through, make it into this group, not be made fun of. Like it was kind of a kindness that was really just, I'm going to be nice. Oh, it's so rough. (laughs) You know, it's so rough. You're trying to find your tribe. You're trying to find your own voice. You're Mm -hmm. trying to find your own passion, right? It's such a discovery time. And people can be very mean as you're kind of on that road to discovery, you know. And so mm. if there's not an inner security, I think it's going to lead to you not being able to be vulnerable enough to be kind or to show, to show kindness, mm-hmm. you know, in a way that's going to cost you. You might be a nice person, but it really just means that you kind of just let a lot of things slide, mm-hmm. you know, or you're nice. And so every group really, really likes Mm -hmm. you because- Like you're you're
0: everywhere, but nowhere. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
1: Like you wear all these different hats, but like the one that actually fits you, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think, uh, I feel like, yeah, it's just from an insecure place. Um,
0: Sometimes it feels like, myself included, that I'm still in high school. And so I think (laughs) all of that still applies. It's not like that's for other people. I'm like, oh, I feel like that's for all of me. I think when I'm most unkind, I probably am- coming from a well of insecurity for whatever that is or with whoever that is about. So that kind of makes me feel convicted, (laughs) Fredo.
1: No, yeah, it convicts me too because I realize moments where I'm unwilling to be kind to someone, it's probably because I'm insecure about something and I'm unwilling to be vulnerable or act in a way or kind of have a a posture Mm -hmm. towards them in which it's costing me something. You know, Like all our relationships are great with people as long as it's not going to cost me anything. But if it's going to require that I listen or that I change, or that mm-hmm. I offer you something, or mm-hmm. that I make time for you. Well, I, if I'm not secure, I'm not going to be able to do those things. You oh, know? yeah. And so I
0: think it takes, like looking back on high school or like advice I gave my girls. Like I always say cultivate was sort of birthed out of me hearing myself say over mm, and over to my girls, yeah. girls are just mean, you learn to navigate it. And God just convicting wow. me like- I made girl, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. and so, but I, I think about, um, things I would challenge my daughters on when they were in high school. Of just like, you don't want to be friends with a popular girl.
1: Right. You know, right.
0: and, or the popular guy, like, Show me them in five years from now. No, know, exactly. Kind of yeah, what are they
1: doing? Yeah. And
0: um, Matt Matt has twisted that with Ethan a little bit when it comes to girls. He said, he he asked Ethan this question. He said, who's the prettiest girl at your school? Ethan was like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. And Matt's like, stop <laughs> lying. You know who the prettiest girl no, all is. All these students
1: are listening. Yeah, to me. and he Ooh, like names the
0: name. And Ooh. then Matt said, who's the nicest? Who's the kindest girl at your school? Wow. And he said, it's her best friend. And Matt said, that's the girl for you. Dang. Because-
1: Rabbi Matt, Yeah,
0: because you know, beauty is fleeting. Yeah. But kindness is the root of who we are. And so he's just trying to give our son- a perspective yeah. on what to look for in somebody, yeah. and Matt had asked some deeper questions like, "Who do you have fun with? Who laughs the most? Who are you like? Oh, it would be the best time going right. to prom with this person, unromant- like unromantically, sort of in a way." Yeah. Um, and so I, I think it's important to to know that. Like I think women, we get in we we get in, and even here at cultivate, like most of our conversation is like what we think about kindness. But it's funny, like I'll ask Matt. I'll say to Matt, like, oh, you're my best friend. <laughs> and have you heard me joke about this? Yeah, how he yeah, respond? yeah. Like, don't, don't put that voodoo on me. Yeah.
2: Because he's just <laughs> like, I know how
0: girls are and <laughs> right, friendships right. are. He's like, I don't want any part of being your best friend.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, And I think it's because he sees the unkindness mm-hmm. between women. And he's like, I don't want any part of that. And so it's interesting to me when I get Matt's perspective on what I'm, you know, what I'm going through or what I've experienced or what I'm helping someone else navigate. And so I think it's an interesting thing to ask you while you're here is like, as a guy, as a man, what appeals to you about, Kind women, and obviously your guy. I'm not asking you like yeah, this, and yeah, like, yeah. what are you looking today? Like, yeah. Fredo's married to one of the kindest, sweetest women ever. Yes. But in general, you know, what what do you think speaking speaking on behalf of all men ever, forever of all yeah. time, Fredo? Yeah. Versus like when you see women being unkind, like what what does that kind kind of do?
1: Yeah, I think um, what's what's really like, I guess, uh, magnetic about women who are kind in the magnetic. church is that they're very. Again, they're secure, you know, and they have a lot. They have a lot to offer, and very little to prove, which I think is really a exciting. Lot to you know? Offer
0: a little to prove. Yeah, yeah. They just. I feel like we could. Do, thanks for listening, yeah. you guys. Just <laughs> soak that in for a little while.
1: Yeah, like they just, you know, in whatever they're in whatever they're doing, whatever capacity they're serving, they just have a lot to pour out, and they're not um, they're not in it for anything else other than like. The act of doing it, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, like being mm-hmm. kind for Jesus' sake, and so I think that's what's I think that's what's magnetic about them. I think that's what draws you in to like want to follow them, empower them more, platform them, you know, because or uh, or
0: even when when you say that, what I think is when I see someone who's just extraordinarily kind, which comes with yeah. being secure. Um, I think I want it like motivates me like I want to be more like
1: that. Yes. Yeah, you want to act yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: cuz you just see it and you're like that is so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about like beauty fleeting or whatever, but I, I would always say this before of just like so you like at first when you see someone you're like, "Oh, he looks good or she's pretty whatever, you know." And as you get to know them, that's when it all shifts.
1: Right. And right.
0: primarily that's on their kindness. Yeah. That's the shift. Yeah. So what about unkind? You, you went on oh, that like man. kindness. I love the word magnetic.
1: Yeah. I think yeah what what draws you away probably is just um gosh, what would it be. I think you know there's a part of them I'm trying to navigate this carefully. <laughs> but no pressure. As a pastor, if you if you see if you see women or really anyone in general like mm-hmm. unkind, you know that there's a there's gonna be some heart-to-heart conversations coming up because a lot of times they're operating out of like a a place of wounding, you Mm -hmm. know, like they haven't addressed something yet in their life. And so they're even using a good thing like church to try to meet a need. And yet it's not really changing Mm -hmm. the wound that's there, Mm -hmm. you know, and so, um, and sometimes it's an insecurity that was because like the church hurt them maybe Mm -hmm. a while ago, you Mm -hmm. know, or someone hurt them in the church. And so when you see them kind of, um, doing things as a way to get something from someone, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or just being dramatic or gossipy—it's it, oftentimes because there's a real hurt there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, as a pastor, it's a sign of like, man, they need some—they need some real care, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, it's just like, yo, you gotta—you gotta figure this out because like you're wondering why no one wants to talk to you, mm-hmm. you know. And it's because you just—you just carry yourself like this, you know. And for some of them, it's just kind of like a heart-to-heart conversation of like. This yeah. is how you're being experienced right now. Yeah. You know?
0: We use that language a lot here on staff of here's how I'm experiencing you. Yeah. We encourage yeah. people to ask, like, how are you, how are you experiencing me? Because we do live lo- we lose credibility when we're constantly experienced poorly mm-hmm. by others. And right. when we lose our credibility, that includes spiritually. Yeah. And I think with women that's what I think is when when you see super unkind women, you're just like I don't care what you have to say about anything.
1: Right, right. You know, I, yeah,
0: I, I, you lose all credibility, and and we should be bothered when we lose our credibility mm-hmm. because part of what God calls us to is to share the good news of who He is, yeah, and to and to help other people come into the saving relationship of jesus you know and so it's just like yeah absolutely i I always say this like um and i'm sorry everyone listening has probably heard this all month but you know i say (laughs) our kindness builds our character which gives us credibility which gives us opportunity Mm. to share the gospel i love that because if we have no credibility we don't get the opportunity to right right so you know that has to be one of our motivators you know there are days where i like don't feel like being kind
1: it's
2: exactly just, yeah. none of
0: none of what I want to do, but I weigh my credibility, yeah, you know, and it is a delicate, tricky thing to like balance that with not being a doormat or having bad boundaries or you know I, right, I've been right. clumsy with kindness. <laughs>
2: yeah (laughs) and how we all are
0: yeah you know and i've been unkind christina when she was on we had a great conversation about she said a lot of times unkindness comes when we have lack of capacity yeah because we don't have anything to give so everything's an annoyance or like Mm -hmm. you know there's just no space Mm -hmm. to be kind or to receive it because and so i think i think all of that is such a part of this but um okay another question i have for you yeah what do men? Again, you've somehow today become the spokesperson oh, yeah. for all men. Sorry, ever, all men who might listen to
1: this or hear <laughs> here. I said this.
0: Um, what do men wish women knew? You see, when you watch
1: them, what do men wish women knew?
0: Like as you're like a spectator oh, to the way women interact. Let's yeah. put it like that. Like if you're, you know, you're an outsider looking into the way we relate with each other.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: and it, when it's unkind or gossipy, like, what, like, if if you're just like, man, I wish you knew. Yeah. Because we get so deep in it, heads down in our gossip and our anger and our unkind, whatever, like. Yeah. But, like, you're up here just like, yo, I say that because I'm just quoting yeah. you right now. Yo. yo, here's, yo. Yeah. here's what, <laughs> you know, here's here's what you don't see.
1: Yeah, I would say that, man, generally speaking, probably 80% of the stuff they're dramatic about, we, it just doesn't matter to us. <laughs>
2: That is so. Like it's it never been spoken. Yeah, it just
1: doesn't matter to us, you know. And it, maybe it's it's also true that it just doesn't matter in general. Like at the end of the day, it's no, not that, that valuable. Was deep. You know, it, it's not even. <laughs> yeah, it's not that serious, you know. So that's what I would often tell high school kids: like, yo, this is just and high women. school.
0: I'm an adult. I need to hear it. Yeah, so. yeah, right.
1: But yeah, for us, it's it's good to know because I think the moment in the moment things feel so much more significant. And I think when we realize it's just high school. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or it's just this, like think of the long game of someone's life before God. Like there's there's things that are more significant, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I yeah, I think that's probably one thing that I think we wish women knew is like, yo, it just doesn't matter. Like, we don't care about some of those details. Is it really you know?
0: that simple? Because <laughs> sometimes it feels like it all matters so much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it matters. I think it just maybe not,
0: I As think much. maybe the male perspective
1: yeah. balances out. Like it equalizes a bit in terms of, the, how much we should be putting into this, you know?
0: One of the things that's so... um Like, obviously, Matt and I are so different. <laughs> and, like, if, if someone's unkind to him or whatever, he's like... He might have a moment of being, like, angsty about it. And right. then he's, like, over it. Yeah, I'm like... I will take this angst to my grave yeah, forever, yeah. all time. He's just like, why are you giving it so much energy? Like, right. let's go walk the dog. I'm like, how could I walk the dog when yeah. I am this mad? <laughs> you know, like we just handle unkindness <laughs> so differently. Yeah. Um, and I I think that's why it's so important to have community, you know, to be in right. community groups. You right. can probably speak to this, but like in my community group, my current community group, like, I try to go in there super angsty. I'm in it with, do you know who's in my group?
1: I do, yeah, I do. <laughs> I think I know most of
0: your group, yeah. I go in it all angsty, which first of all, Matt's in my group, but he doesn't dare say anything to me because he (laughs) wants to have everyone else leave and we're all right (laughs) later. But um, I have another guy in my group. Both the other guys in my group are eights on the Enneagram. So they're just direct, but Mm. one of them is is younger than me. And so he's like super sweet to me. He's like, you know, wants to love on me and be kind to me and not make me mad. But the other one, he's like, yo that like you're being stupid yeah you're in sin <laughs> and I'm just like uh, uh, uh like he's so
1: oh
2: but man. I'll
0: tell you I trust how much he loves me mm-hmm. and so I'm able to receive it
1: right I right. don't
0: consider it unkind I actually consider it kind because he's like what I'm worried about is you're in sin and you're not right with God because mm. you're all angsty
2: right and right. so
0: I think it's but like w- women aren't just they're not saying that to me yeah because he's just like no, this is wrong. You're wrong. Get the, uh, he's right. very direct, yeah. which is a lot.
2: But it's also
0: <laughs> so good for me. Now, we've had to take time to establish, like, I know he's coming at me in love. I know he has my best you know, intentions, but women don't speak like that mostly to other women. What we'll do is be like, I know. And you know what else? Like we kind of get in it. He's like, I'm not getting in it. I'm not used, knock it. He's almost like, knock it off. And I love that. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm so, I mean, we've always been so community matters because that's a perspective and Mm -hmm. a voice that I just wouldn't get. Like, I feel like he's that guy in my life outside looking in going, here's what I see that you're not seeing because you're all emotional and angsty and upset and mad.
1: Right. And
0: so I think it's so important to in love be that kindness. Like one of the episodes that we've had this month is we've talked about like the difference, like, is it, is it kind to have to say a difficult thing?
1: Oh, for sure. Because
0: a lot of criticism that I've had over the several seven, eight years of Cultivate is any difficult conversation, like, well, you're not being kind. Yeah. And so that Melody and I had the conversation about like myths about kindness. And that's one of the things is like, is it unkind to speak truth? Now, when we cultivate God's word, we know we speak truth and love, right? Right, right. And so, but it's like, no, just because something's harsh or hard to hear, doesn't mean it's unkind. Sometimes it's the most kind thing someone can do to you. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right? Absolutely. What's
0: your thought on that?
1: I think that's, I think that's exactly right. Like uh, going back to that Romans passage we talked about, it's the loving kindness of God that leads us to change, to repent, mm-hmm. you know? And so God gives us his truth, but to our whole person. And we know that, or we come to know that God has our best interests in mind, you mm-hmm. know? And so I think it's absolutely right and kind, to tell people the truth. You mm-hmm. know, C.S. Lewis talked about this, I forget in what book, but he talked about like this misnomer that kindness is just, oh yeah, you can do what you want. You know, I tell my kids, oh yeah, get on the iPad, do whatever, you know, do whatever yeah. you need to. Because I want to come off as a nice person or a mm-hmm. kind person. But that, that sounds more like enabling than you know, in moments mm-hmm. needing to step in um, because you've established this relationship with him to respond in kindness mm-hmm. and, and tell them the truth. You know, I think that's and anytime you've been hurt. I think that's an invitation to embody kindness as a response to hurt, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and give, it, give it back to them in the sense of like, here's, here's, how, here's how what you said hurt me or what you mm-hmm. did hurt me, but you're loved, you're accepted. Like in God, we can change. You know, I think that's one of the kindest things you can do to someone. Mm-hmm. You know, it requires vulnerability because you got to be honest about how you're feeling, right, right? right? It's kind of a lie to be like, oh, no, it's fine. It, it didn't really matter. Like, that's not honest, you know? And it doesn't cost you anything, but you're going to be vulnerable by showing how like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you hurt me, you mm-hmm. know, and I want to bring this to your attention. I think that's an incredibly kind thing to do. One and the, you can still preserve boundaries in that too. Right, you know? right.
0: That's the other thing is to have boundaries is right. not unkind. Right. And I, and, and, so in one of the episodes we hit on like some, kindness is not just something for others, but it's God to us. Because we also matter. And sometimes mm-hmm. boundaries are a way of preserving like who God wants us to be. Right. You know, not lose ourselves in being nice to everyone else to our detriment. Yeah. And that's not God's best for us right. or what He would want for us. Right. Um one of the things I feel like I am working on at this Age of my life, I feel so old. Um, <laughs>
1: well, I just turned thirty-five, so I'm like. I just oh, turned man.
0: forty-seven. You, you and I share, hey, you don't look share forty-seven. That's good. Thanks, Freda. I hope I can
1: be where you and Matt are <laughs> when you guys are in your forties. So,
0: um, Matt's going to be fifty this year. This is this is our year this year. Wow. Sorry, everyone listening. You're getting you're getting the real combo. Fifty-year-old year Matt. Wow. So our baby turned eighteen this year. So I have no more Dang. underage Ethan minors. Is
1: eighteen.
0: Um, it's our tw- it was our 25th wedding anniversary this year.
1: Congratulations, our baby will graduate
0: and move out and go to college.
1: Man.
0: And we may have, Matt turns 50 and we may have engage- one or two engagements and potential Whoa. weddings.
2: Prophetess maybe. Tammy got maybe, a word from the Lord. Maybe this year. Maybe That's this year. That's a big
0: year. year. Like any of those That's things true. this year is we a big year. We still have some time. So I'm like, Wow. You know, so those
1: fellows are listening They know that The clock <laughs> oh, is ticking Trust
0: me When I tell you I'm like Matt You have to calm down Yeah Like These <laughs> boys come to our house And Matt's like When are you putting a ring on it I'm like oh, Matt my It doesn't gosh. work like
1: that Oh my word I can't imagine Matt As a father-in-law as a Right bas- As a pastor And boss And friend I'm good <laughs> But a father-in-law woof.
0: He, he, it's, it's really a fun stage to like watch this season with him. And like for our 50th or 50th, for our 25th anniversary, he took our son, you know, Ethan um, and the boyfriends and bought them suits and like had them be a part of planning the surprise. Oh, the photo shoot, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And
0: he was like, it was about us, but also it was about like, how are we raising these boys to love well? And so I love watching Matt invest in these guys.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I really love these boys, so don't tell them this, but I'll be so sad if they're not myself. <laughs> but um no pressure, no pressure Jackson Logan, but <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: um but it is it is an interesting season to be in. Yeah. So yeah. but for me in this season, back to my point before I went way <laughs> off, is one of the things i'm trying to grow in because i haven't always done this well is to grow in that exact thing like i told you like whenever someone says something unkind to me or what feels unkind yeah um trying to do what matt says and like is there any truth in that
1: mm.
2: and
0: cuz what i tend to do i'm a high i'm a 6 on the enneagram but also very high 1 and so for a 1 when you say Anything critical, it's like you did something bad, you are bad. Yeah, it's a very shameful
1: experience. And
0: so I think I have a hard time because I'm like, if there's any flaw in me, then I'm just the worst.
1: Yeah, you fall apart. And
0: so really getting to a place where it's like being flawed and being a flaw are not the same thing. You know what I mean? And so when trying to, I'm trying to grow in this season of my life to receive things that might feel unkind when said as yeah. and see them as opportunity and see yeah. them in, as kindness instead of becoming bitter and angry and resentful. And yeah. um, I'm trying to grow in getting to that place like Matt. Like if there's anything true, apologize for it, repent for it and do better. When we yeah. know better, we do better. Because before I would just be wounded and mad and cut you off right. and, you know, like right. we're over. And so I'm really working on that as I pursue kindness, I've just like not seeing every unkind thing anybody does to me as truly unkindness. And I've had some experiences, um, in the last year that just have really pushed me in that place of like, what do I do with this? Mm. You know, what do I do? We're getting ready to do our cultivate season. Um, On forgiveness, which is going to be huge for women, and part of The whole culture needs
1: that, right?
0: Part of kindness includes forgiveness,
1: yeah, right?
0: And so, um, just really talking about like the book is called "Forgiving What You Can't Forget" because, right, the the phrase is. Forgive and forget. Right,
1: right,
2: right. But that's not really real. In the spirit of
0: being real, like that's not a thing.
2: Right, And so
0: how do you forgive something you can't forget? Yeah. And um, I feel like this last year, without knowing it, I was put into a situation, because God, obviously, this is how he works, (laughs) where it's like, I've had to forgive some things, (laughs) even internally, that... Nobody's coming back and be like, "I'm so sorry, I said something unkind to you. I'm so sorry, I did." Like that's not happening. Right. So, but right. how do I still forgive that? Because the yeah. truth is, like, I'm I'm becoming rotten inside. Right. Apart from forgiving. Them.
2: Right. Right.
0: And um, and when I'm rotten inside, there's no well of kindness to come out to anybody else. Mm. And I lived there for a few months. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna grow in the season of. At least I'm going to try to grow an army yeah, there, yeah. yeah. But I'm trying. And I've had some good days where I'm just like, way to go, girl. And then some days where I'm like, I'm literally the worst. But <laughs> I, I, <laughs> it's really true. But um, I think for our church, there was even a season this last year where I was just like, I hate cultivate, and I hate kindness, and mm. I hate everything, and I hate everyone. <laughs> and And that's where you get. That's where you get if you're not careful.
1: Right. You know? Yeah. And
0: so um, I think as women, we get there faster than guys for the most part. Obviously, I'm not, that's not true for every guy or every yeah. girl. I know some girls are like so awesome. They never get their feelings hurt. They're always like, I'm right. like, just like, I want that. Whatever that is, Yeah, I want it. Um and I think I'm realizing now that like I have, I'm even if it's taking me like clawing my way there, I want to mm. get there because that's on me. At the end of the, at the end of it all, no one else is going to be standing before Jesus saying like, but but, "But, but, Jesus, they really hurt my feelings." Did you hear what they said to me? It wasn't right. true. It was so unkind. Right, like, right,
1: right. will be
0: like, "And you, yeah, like, and you." Yeah. And so I think that's one of the conversations that I want to keep having with women that's had me circle back to. I don't hate kindness. I actually really believe in it. Yeah. I believe what we're doing because I think it is the credibility to everything else. It's the gateway.
1: Yeah, and yeah. And so... That's so rich, you know? And I do think like there's something to that season of life for you because Galatians 5 says it's the fruit of the Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Love, joy, peace, kindness. And so it's not the fruit of Fredo. It's not the fruit of Tammy. So yeah. like we can't cultivate it on our own. It really right. has got to be... The work of God, you know, mm-hmm. and I love what you said. Jesus telling and you, and yeah. what you know, what about what about yeah. you? Because in our own state, we're we're going to run dry pretty fast, mm-hmm. you know. But if we're uh, experiencing God as a kind God towards mm-hmm. us, it's going to free us up. I think to receive criticism. It's not you know like Matt mm-hmm. saying like you know well what if it is true yeah. you know and then I'm like ugh yeah I hate, yeah I hate yeah, yeah. and this is something I don't do every time but I try to practice it more. In the same way, like if I receive criticism, even like a comment, you know, like people talk about, uh, what's that one? Drake has a line where he says, even him, he like, he's scrolling Instagram and comments, you know, keep him out of his ways. Like they mess him up, you know, but I do think there's an invitation for us to ask kind of, God, how are you coming to me through this criticism? You know, how Mm -hmm. can I experience you Mm -hmm. through this criticism and what do you want to show me in this criticism? Um, and I think that's a really freeing place, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the spirit starts to work, reveal things to us, you know, um, change us, make us someone who loves, cultivate again and kindness <laughs> again, you know.
0: You guys, I'm back. It was just a moment, yeah, okay? yeah.
1: But it it, it really it, is only the way to life, you know. Yeah. If you don't want to be hurt, then don't have any relationships, you know, and don't oh, don't serve anybody. Wait, so, I'm just <laughs>
0: yeah. he doesn't mean that a lot of women right now are like, okay, all the fives on the end I'm like, okay,
1: yeah, yeah. You, you I mean, you can pursue that life. Honestly, you know, and even as like people that serve at church, exactly, yeah, like that's why we got to say there's a better way. the The kind life, I think, is the kind of life that's worth living, you know. And so, yeah, we can uh, you can push the button on that one.
0: Keep forgetting to push the button but I
1: do think it's a be- I think it's a better way to life you know it requires a lot and it, it, it's gonna have us change a lot but and it's
0: messy and we're clumsy but that doesn't mean we give up
1: right and, right and that's
0: what I think I want women to know you know the flip side of that which um, just real quick before we wrap up to think of you know we've talked about unkindness but the Bible also says kind words honey to the soul right mm-hmm. they're healing yeah and it's I one think, of my favorite proverbs. I think well quote it for me verbatim <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there,
1: there's an opposite to it too I can't I can't remember Dang, I think it's in Proverbs 17 there is a
0: um, a phrase that that it's not scripture everybody but it's, it's just phrases like um, you attract more bees with honey than vinegar mm. meaning you know if you're sour and you're bitter, bitter you repel people yeah and honey attracts them yeah. and I think that is a picture of who we are right. for the kingdom. Yes. And so all of us need to be thinking about what are the kind words? Do we give them freely? Because I know for me, when I'm embittered, I actually withhold my kindness. Sometimes yeah. I'm not unkind, yeah. but I withhold yeah. kindness. And to know that like our kindness is actually what can heal somebody else. Right. When someone else comes to us and they're broken or hurt or imperfect and they receive kindness anyway— it heals something yes. supernaturally, yes. and so for anyone who's ever said out there that kindness isn't a spiritual doesn't have spiritual depth, you're wrong
1: Oh, for sure, and this is why for so. sure, and you're not paying attention to the world right now, you know, like the world needs kindness. I can't oh, think yeah. of a more timely opportunity for cultivate and for this uh, goal of, of being spiritually kind people, you know you, you talk about being uh, what what else you say? You say emotionally healthy, mm-hmm. relationally wise, relationally Is that your, kind, relationally kind. I butchered your whole thing. <laughs> well,
0: I'm right now. I'm like, do I even know it? Yeah, spiritually wise,
1: spiritually wise,
0: relationally kind, emotionally, emotionally healthy, healthy, yeah, connected in community, serving on a team. Yeah,
1: there we go. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, I can't think of a better time for our world to have an experience with kind Christians. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and receiving a kind word. Like I don't think arguments and um, just pure gospel presentation is going to bring people to Jesus. I think it's got to be an embodiment of a kind God through his kind people, you Mm -hmm. know? So I can't think of a more timely opportunity for you to be leading uh, Mm -hmm. a community of women, especially into experiencing God's kindness and then giving that away to others. Like that's, we're so polarized, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I think what breaks through people's assumptions and experiences with with people of faith is uh, is just kindness, you know, kindness Absolutely. for Jesus' sake. I, so. Christine
0: and I were talking about it's actually the loudest voice we have.
1: Oh, for sure. It doesn't yeah. matter what
0: we say we believe when we're kind, people hear the word. Yeah, and so I love that. I love you.
1: Yeah, I love you too, Tammy. Thanks for having me. I have so much me.
0: respect for you, and um, you know, it's just such an interesting way that we like. Stole you. I
1: know. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. But I'm so grateful for the work you do at our church, and thank you you for being on today. I really appreciate um, everything you had to share, and just I I appreciate the different perspective. It could be dangerous because these women might come at you. I don't even know. Yeah, just kidding. They're not going to. (laughs) That's one of the things about cultivate is I think that I've gotten to experience, even though there's been some hard things I've experienced. Some of the most incredible yeah. women, and that's what always brings me back. About like, no, like this, this is real. And there's there's thousands of women that are like, yes, let's mm-hmm. do that. I'm with you. And every time when I'm like, oh, this one thing was hard. I'm like, but these thousands of things were exactly. so good. Yeah. So like, like look everywhere
1: that. else where God's working.
0: Right, so, right. So yeah. good. Thanks so much for this. Yeah, conversation. thank you for the honor to be here. All right, you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then, tell a friend. We love our conversation to help you start your own. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think, and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Sandals Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at Cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry of Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief podcast where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find podcasts. Friends, until we connect again, Here or in person, remember, cultivate kindness.